arts, culture, and entertainment in the Coachella Valley. This is The Desert Scene with Bonnie G. From the Mutual Broadcasting System, here's Bonnie. And welcome to The Desert Scene, and we're so happy to have you here, and happy to welcome to the show Julie Cardia, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, who is... Yes, fly. Great. Part of the cast of POTUS, coming up at CV Rep February 28th. This looks like such fun. POTUS, or Behind Every Great Dumbass or Seven Women Trying to Keep Him Alive. I love that as a subtitle. <laughs> Thanks for being here today. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much, Bonnie. It's great to be here. So, you are playing Harriet, the President's Chief of Staff. So, tell us a little bit about this, this play. Yeah, so uh, like you said, I'm the president's chief of staff. I am one of the enablers of of the president, but I like to look at myself as a hyper-competent enabler of the president of the United States. She's smart, she's ambitious, but she's crude as hell. Uh, and it's a really fun role to play. She's kind of like the comedic engine, always at the center of the war- the madness that is happening mm-hmm. with play. Excellent. Now, you know, it's logical for, I think, a lot of us to sort of somewhat jump to the conclusion that this president might be based on someone we all know. Would Would you say that that's sort of accurate or is it more of a, you know, mishmash of different uh, personalities, presidents in the past? Yeah, you know what? Actually, the writer, she talks about that. Selena Fillinger is the writer of POTUS. And um, she says when she wrote this, that this was not about the current administration, but it's an amalgamation of all administrations. I mean, you can what what goes on in the play happens in uh, Kennedy's administration, Nixon's administration, certainly Trump's administration. Okay. So, so it's she really considered considers it an amalgamation of all the men that have run the the White House in the past. Now, did do you know was um, is Selena was she a very political person before she wrote this, or this just kind of woke she woke up one day and said, "I'm going to write a play about the president." Yeah. Um, so she was in college at the time. She was. Um, she was a student at Northwestern, mm-hmm. and um, she, at the time, President Trump was in office, and the particular um, incident that kind of inspired the whole thing was, you know, when he went on, I think it was on, was it E! Entertainment, and he was talking to uh, Billy Bush. Oh, yeah. And that, it was that incident that kind of inspired her to write the play. So I was like, you know what? I have an idea. Um, and she talks about that, too, So, which is interesting. Now, obviously, yes, the, the one incident was an inspiration within Trump's um, administration. But again, she says, this is all the guys. Right. This is all the guys that ran the White House. So, yeah. So it, now, is it you? You said your character's crude as hell. So is there is there a lot of language in this play? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the first line, my the first line, which is the first line that comes out of my la, my mouth, and the first line of the play is a word I probably can't say okay. on the radio. So, okay. So we'll just leave it at that. And then, uh, yeah, and then it gets worse and worse. And we all get a shot at it, which is so great. So is it, uh, there are, uh, let's see, seven, so it's seven women 
and the president. Yes, so is seven, it, and, seven women. And we, do we see this president or is he just talked about in this thing? He's talked about and you see his limbs. Okay. <laughs> his, you'll see a leg here and, uh, and, a, and the back of a head there. But no, you won't, you won't like take in his entire body at any moment. Okay. Now, would you say at the end of this, I mean, it sounds like it's very funny. Is this something that could be funny to people on both sides of the two questions? Is this something that could be considered funny on people on both sides of both parties, A, and B, do you come, would you say you come away at the end of this play with a new understanding of what uh, the presidency is really like? Yeah, I think so. I I hope that it will give everyone on any side, any spectrum of politics, a safe space to just laugh at the world around us right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being the world around us more likely produces tears at the moment. But but I hope it gives everyone a safe space to just take this in and actually consider who really does run the White House? Is it the one man in charge or that we have elected? Or is it all the people beneath them mm-hmm. that are making this happen? Uh, so I think that's definitely a question that people will ask themselves. Maybe some people already know because they're in politics and they we know this just doesn't happen alone. Right. Uh, yeah. So... So, uh, again, I just hope it's a space for everyone to come and laugh and enjoy. And the other part is that I really believe when I first read this play, these characters, there's someone for everyone to identify with. Yeah. And I love that. Excellent. Well, let's go back for a minute. Um, I'm looking at your credits a lot. New York, Off-Broadway, uh, National Tours, 1776, Les Mis, Regional Tours, a lot, Damn Yankees, lots of stuff. Are you a, a native New Yorker? Uh, I lived in New York for 10 years. Okay. I am originally from the suburbs of Chicago. Okay. And yeah, and then I moved to New York, uh, gosh, at, in 2001, which was not a great time to move to New York City. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was interesting because I have a twin sister who's also in the business, and we both moved um, January of 2001. We both got gigs outside of the city, and then 9-11 happened. Wow. And my parents were like, you're not going back. And, of course, we were like, this is our dream. We have to yeah. go back. You know? Yeah. So, But I think the beauty of it was that we were so young and naive and we didn't really know how the business worked Mm -hmm. prior to 9-11 because a lot changed. Um, But like I said, because we didn't know enough, we didn't expect anything. And so, you know, we always... I love New York, and I, we always kind of embraced it. And then about, about a decade later, um, my partner is a, a television writer, so we moved out to L.A., and mm. I live in L.A. now. Okay. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I go back and forth, and, and I just – I kind of love that this career has taken me from Chicago – to New York City, living in New York, to living in L.A., and, of course, being all over the country with tours and, and things like that and regional work. Now, having a twin sister in the business, that must be... Now, do you guys ever get competitive with each other? <laughs> 
funny you should ask. We were both up for this role. <laughs> wow. And how do they decide? Well, she had another job and had to turn it down. So I got the gig. Okay. Okay. And now, here's the thing. I don't know if that's true, but I kind of think it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and we are, we, go, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. We're the biggest fans of one another, and I know how incredibly talented she is. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, if she got it and, and then couldn't do it, and I was the second best thing, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know if that's true. I haven't asked casting or anything like that, but it's, it, it was funny. Like, she got the call. She's doing a gig out in Chicago, and I got the call the next day. So, <laughs> well, that sounds like that worked out pretty well. So, is this? I feel like it. You know what? And also, I'm just a believer in, and whatever is to be in in her life and my yeah. life is what is to be, and it always has worked out that way. So, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just so grateful to have um, a partner like her in the business that. Mm-hmm. We, you know, obviously we both get it and we're at an age where there really is no competition. It's like, I help you, you help me. You know, nowadays after COVID, we did self-tapes and we helped each other with this self-tape. So I was her reader. She was my reader. You know what I mean? So anyway. That's great. Now, is this your first uh, job in Palm Springs? Um, actually, I was just there with Les Mis. Les Miserables oh, ex- was there. Excellent. Yeah, so I was just there at the beginning of the year, um, and and now I'm going back. So yeah. When you started in the business, did you were you leaning more towards musical comedy or uh, straight theater or TV? Did you have a particular avenue, or you just wanted to kind of see what what came up? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I've always been a singer, but in uh, in undergrad and grad school, I was acting major. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always sung, and as we know, with Broadway and even regionally, musicals are what sell. Mm-hmm. And so, because I was able to do both, and I, I'm a dancer too. Um, I, you know, I was kind of pigeonholed, um, because I'm a singer and a dancer. So that's why I went back to grad school, um, to get my master's in acting Mm -hmm. and I still do musicals, but I still do. I do plays as well. Um, and I think, I think as a performer, you have to be well-rounded and kind of just do it all. Right. But I, I feel as though my heart is on the stage, whether it's in a play or a musical. I do commercials and a bit of TV, but my heart is truly in live performance. Have you ever thought about or have you ever done any directing? Uh, I I have done directing, but I don't love it. Uh, I feel like I love being a part of someone's vision and uh, the other thing that I love to do because my sister and I have done several shows of our own together Mm. so we love creating in that way but I wouldn't necessarily say that 
it's a gift or a talent of mine to direct. What I do love to do is help young artists, like on a one-on-one um, uh, craft a song or mm-hmm. a scene or a monologue. Right. I love doing that. But as far as an entire production, nope, no thank you. I'd rather be an actor. <laughs> well, that's good that you know that. So, um, all right, I have to, I love reading this. POTUS, or behind every great dumbass or seven women trying to keep him alive, opens February 28th, runs through March 10th at, yes. at CV Rep. Uh, CVRep.org, I believe, is a place to get tickets. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Well, this sounds like such fun. And Julie Cardia is playing Harriet, the president's chief of staff. Much success. I've got to come see this. Much success to you. And thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. Hey, it was so fun. Thanks, Bonnie. All right, have a great day, and we'll see the rest of you the next time on The Desert Scene. This program was produced by the Mutual Broadcasting System.